Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio, collections of broadcasts earlier today uh, edited into, well, not barely even edited, really, just the bits that don't have songs or adverts in them. I clip down and then go beep in between. You'll get the general gist if you listen to a few of them. Here's what we did on the radio earlier today. Isley Brothers, when will there be a harvest for the world? Difficult because harvest tends to happen in um, autumn. And of course, with two hemispheres, there will never be one time when there is a harvest for the world. <sighs> anyway, welcome along. Um, how's it all going? How's it hanging, etc.? On the show today, not only are we all feeling sad about that Isley Brother thing, but on the show today, good news if you like to sleep. Good news if you like to have affairs. Bad news if you like um, buying things. Yep. And then also we are trying to launch Gullwatch Mark II. The seagulls are out there. Also a thing about Despicable Me. So basically you're up to date. That's, the, that's what's going to be on the show. Oh, I did promise that we'd be talking sleep. That wasn't a command. If I ever hypnotised you in the past and that's just triggered you to do it again, I do apologise. Probably went in the middle of something important. No, sleep's in the news because, and for this, I need to make a public apology. I know it's not often that I ever admit that I'm wrong, but public apology time because previously... Previously, in the week... We were talking about Liz Truss saying that workers needed to work harder and Jacob Rees-Mogg was in the papers agreeing. And I said, yeah, but he lies around on the benches of Parliament. The lazy so-and-so little man with so-and-so... Then there's a piece of news about a thing that we, we talked about ages ago, about how this is a very difficult time of day. Did we not have a, a jingle for that? The, the worst part, part of, of the, the day. day. Oh, yeah, because research said that we have a slump uh, in the afternoon. It just means the brain's not what it used to be. You can tell, can't you, if you listen to me? But then they've come up with it. Unsurprisingly, uh, scientists have said having a nap in the middle of the day is the key to it. So I was having a go at Jacob Rees-Mogg for lying down. Turns out he was actually doing the right thing. Letting workers kip whenever they want to is the secret to building a successful business, sleep experts say. Allowing staff to take naps during the workday, yes, boosts um, that much-talked-about productivity. I mean, it might be a bit difficult for me right now. I could put two songs back-to-back, but it's not much of a kip, is it? This wouldn't be the weirdest place I've slept. I'm, I used to be, in the old days, very good at sleeping on a night bus and waking up somewhere where I shouldn't be. Um, what's the weirdest place you've slept? I ask that in a purely professional capacity. And you know that this show is a hub of the most important news that you can deploy in your everyday life. We bring you all the nuggets, don't we? How about this? A new piece of research has found that Brits living in bungalows are the biggest love rats. Love rats, dun 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 Single-storey dwellers make up the largest proportion, that's 19% of cheaters. Those with a semi, not, come on, don't, oh, uh, are the least likely to have an affair. Well, that makes sense. 4%, apparently. A spokesman for a website that encourages these kind of things says anyone living with a partner in a bungalow should keep an eye on them. Should be easy as well, definitely. Can't sneak off to another floor. Maybe that's it. Maybe the reason why people in bungalows are more likely to have affairs is you don't even have to go upstairs. That's all it takes. That's the, the energy where you're like, oh, I would, but oh, two flights. Now nah, I'm all right, love. A while ago, we launched Seagull Watch on the show because I'm starting to worry that nature is turning against us. Yes, cost of living. Yes, fuel prices. Yeah, blah, 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 all of that. But whilst we're paying attention to those crises, nature turns against us. 
Jokers have put up a sign claiming that every time a tourist buys food, this is down in Cornwall somewhere, uh, they should also buy some some toilet roll. I know they should buy some for a seagull. Um, and the notice said it's our belief that this revolutionary approach will lead to the seagulls becoming less aggressive. I think actually maybe I was right with the toilet roll. Because, you know, get, if you're going to be surrounded by pigeons, get the toilet roll in the back pocket. Then again, I suppose by the time it's done its mess on you, it'll be too far away to help it wipe. But anyway, oh well. so that's the latest in Seagull Watch. Also, while we're paying attention to stories of scary things in nature, a mystery beast with red glowing eyes is terrifying locals in Bolton. In other news, Paddy McGuinness is single again, isn't he? So I just, I know, just, just in case those two in any way coalesce, I thought I'd bring you a little update. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. Or oh, you tell I'm losing the voice there. Stay there. I'm back. Uh, you can clear the throat with the mics down. Not that I'm showing you how to do radio, but it could be useful if you win your one-off show on Time 107.5. You know the details. Now, I am a big fan of the film Despicable Me. There's that new one, The Rise of Gru, that came out. Now, the interesting thing is that's in the news because it's been um, approved to be shown in China, but they they mess with films in China. Uh, they've banned Winnie the Pooh. That's You can't get a Winnie the Pooh film shown over there. But they've done this before where if they don't like the ending, they then just have captions at the end that tell you how the story goes in the way they want it. So with this, instead of Gru going on to be a villain, they've got a caption at the end that says and Gru went on to become one of the good guys. As much as this is censorship, I actually quite like it. I think I'm going to do this at home. All of my copies of other films, I'm just going to put captions at the end. Like, Titanic. What a terrible, miserable ending. I'm going to put up a little caption that goes, and Jack turned into Aquaman, and he was safe, and he saved people. Oh, that's nice. Um... The usual suspects. Everyone worked out who the wrong one was. Actually, that's, no, that's just more true, isn't it? Um, speed. At the end of that, I'll have a caption saying, Sandra Bullock went on to become one of the best drivers for Amazon. Oh, that's not true. Remember that Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah film, Splash? Little caption at the end that just goes, Sushi. Actually, that's not happy, is it? And The Matrix. Imagine, watch The Matrix, and a caption comes up and says, And then the sequels weren't rubbish. Oh, such a better ending. A very exciting show where we found out that having a nap at work is good for productivity. So all of these people going, oh, you should work harder. Liz Truss saying British workers, the working class should work harder. Should we, Liz? Or should we have a little kip? Because um, I like the second option. What's the weirdest place you've fallen asleep, though? Um, bit of a long one, says John, on this message. But I once woke up standing in the corner of a police cell. Hello. <laughs> when I asked why I was there, they said, when we found you, we thought you were dead. And I had a hefty session the day before. And when I left the pub, I collapsed on the way home on some grass. An old man walking his dog found me. They whipped me straight to uh, Grey's Magistrate's Court. And I was fined 50 quid for being drunk. Um, oh. And then he says, most... Um, he says, it's true about the police self, Steve. I said to the copper, do you put all of your corpses in cells when you find them? Still not a bad kip. You know, we'll, we'll mark that up as a good one. All right, cheers for that. There's a thing in the news about people in bungalows are more likely to have affairs. And, um, you know, I used to have a little flat. And I don't know, to be fair, there's quite a lot of nice things happening in that flat. But uh, now, as we've discovered, I've got a little semi, and that means I'm, I'm out of the game. But for everyone else, having a bungalow means you're more likely to have an affair. 
John's got a take on this. If you find me on social media, you can send me your voice notes for the show. What have you got? Hello, Steve. I reckon people in bungalows are more likely to have affairs because it's easier to climb through the bedroom window, mate. Do you know what? That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Health and safety. Everyone loves an affair, but you've got to have some health and safety on it. That's that's what I'd say. That's the take-home message from today's show. We were talking about sleep, or rather, more precisely, getting some kip, which is all very... I mean, that's that's what I want out of life. The ability to get more sleep. Especially having a young young lad at home. I mean, he sleeps all right, but I'd love to be able to kip at work, and this is what we should do. Where's the weirdest place you've fallen asleep? If you track me down on social media, you can get... Uh, voice notes to me for the show at Mr. Stephen Allen on most of them Um, uh, what have you got for us Valerie? Hi Steve I once stayed in a cabin in the wilderness and it was surrounded by bears there was no toilet inside the cabin just a shared bathroom on the campgrounds needless to say my Snapple bottle came in handy that night although I only slept for about 15 minutes total because I was so scared that makes a lot of sense yes a little a small kip because of the bears you had to go toilet in, or oh, then again, to be fair, we know what we know what the bears were doing in the woods, so they had no leg to stand on. They couldn't judge you, could they? In terms of stuff to plug as we head out of here, slamming the door behind us, the video that I'm doing on social media today at Mr. Stephen Allen is uh, male contraceptive. They might have invented one. Details will be on the video if you check my Twitter. Um, the podcast of this will be on there as well. In terms of the podcast, there is a story that's podcast only that I really couldn't broadcast. It's about the Conservatives have launched a themed... You know yesterday when we were talking about Doja Cat bringing out a G-string? Well, there's a Conservative group that's brought out something ruder? Yeah? Details of that will be in the pod as well. And that's your podcast done and dusted. I did say there's a podcast only story. Uh, It's this one. Um, LGBT plus Tories have launched Conservative Party condoms. Yeah, that puts you in the mood, doesn't it? Um, to promote patriotic approach to safe sex. Well, I suppose in one way you are protecting your borders, but um, the range will be given to Grandy members. Uh, the t- members is the wrong word for this sentence, is it? At the Tory party conference in Birmingham. Uh, slogans on the products say, strong and stable, <laughs> unleashing British potential, uh, or not too far, I suppose. That's the whole purpose of condoms, isn't it? And um, labour isn't working, but this condom will. Then there's a little asterisk and it says 99% of the time. Do you know what? If that gets you in the mood, I really do not want you to get in touch. Other than that, other than those kind of people, you could tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen. Subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. Throw that one away. uh, And we'll see you tomorrow for another one. Till then, bye.